You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Mind of the Meanie is now an exclusive brand partner with WWEShop.com. Pick up all your favorite new merchandise from Roman Reigns. Acknowledge me. Cody Rhodes. I have to finish the story. LA Knight. Let me talk to you. And more using our exclusive link in the show notes. Click below and show your support today for your favorite WWE superstar at WWEShop.com. Yeah! Dr. Fisher's Medical Weight Loss and Aesthetic Centers, along with Mind the Meanie Podcast, presents Meanie Mania, a paper brew kickoff event. Thursday night, April 4th, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m., 21 and older to attend with no cover at McCusker's Tavern on the corners of 17th and Shunk at 2601 South 17th Street in South Philly. Come hang out with ECW Original and WWE alumni The Blue Meanie at his favorite bar on the planet, McCusker's Tavern. McCusker's is the perfect spot to kick off your Mania week and go to for a pre- and post-wrestling event hang. Remember, McCusker's is cash only, but they do have an ATM on site. Lyft, Uber, and taxi services are highly recommended to and from McCusker's. Seven minutes from Lincoln Financial Field, 10 minutes from the 2300 Arena, and 15 minutes from Center City. Meanie Mania is also brought to you by Dr. Fisher's Medical Weight Loss and Aesthetic Centers on 2543 South Broad Street in Philadelphia. Go to bodybyfishernow.com. That's bodybyfishernow.com. Mind of the Meanie podcast drops every Monday morning at 6 a.m. And find our entire archive at mindofthemeanie.com. Meanie Mania, the pay-per-brew kickoff event, Thursday night, April 4th, 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. Meanie! Yes, sir. I have a poem for you. Are you ready? I'm ready as I've ever ready as I'll never be. I'm gonna use my Sam Krebs impression. Roses are red. Violets are blue. Trim your balls and your date will thank us too. What's up, fellas? Valentine, Valentine's Day is knocking and Manscaped is the remedy for what the love doctor ordered. His prescription, the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra, designed to elevate your grooming game and shine like the heartthrob that you are. So join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. So go to manscaped.com and snag 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MIND. Meanie and Meanie, I'll tell you, I've had some accidents before with Little John on the East Side, boys. I haven't had any now. I had a bush that looks like I have a clown in a headlock, and there's no more problems now anymore with Manscaped. So tell me, sir, how are you getting ready for Valentine's Day? This Valentine's Day, I will not be a stupid Cupid. I will be using my Performance Package 5.0 Ultra to keep the uh, the bushel nice and uh, kept around the hedges. So uh, when it comes to that special time... My special loved one, uh, there will be not be no embarrassing mistakes or anything. It'll be a great time. Thanks to Manscaped. That's right. Let's talk about the hero of Valentine's Day, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. The electric trimmer features skin safe technology, guarding your V Day treasure against any grooming mishaps. So, Little John and the East Side Boys will be the safest they've ever been. It also comes with their brightest LED spotlight yet. It's brighter than your best romantic smile. Perfect for precise grooming, even in the trickiest spots. Oh, and also, Meanie, I don't know if you know this, but it's waterproof, too. Making, what? I know, right? Making shower shaves an 
absolute breeze. But hey, that's not everything the Love Doctor ordered. This package also contains the Weed Whacker 2.0 nose hair trimmer, Manscapes liquid formulations, and two free goodies. The Shed Travel Bag and Boxers 2.0 because comfort is king for all my dogs. And for a happy ending, there's the Manscaped Refined Cologne. It's the Valentine's Day touch for your grooming routine. Elevate that grooming routine and set the stage for a romantically smooth celebration. And also for guys like us, the Bearded Kings, Manscaped brings you the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. Designed to shape your scruff effortlessly, it sculpts your cheek lines and maintains beard styles, giving you that suave look for your romantic moments, seamlessly handling even thicker beards, pal. It's the perfect tool for a polished, date-ready appearance. So go right now, today. What are you waiting for? Get 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MINDMINI at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code MINDMINI because your grooming upgrade awaits you. Ready to charm your Valentine's date. And we want to thank Manscaped for sponsoring the program. This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everyone to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Barnard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Oh man, uh, what a week! <laughs> what a week! Yeah. Any news? Anything going on? Uh... <laughs> Honestly, I'm struggling for things to talk about this week, man. I'm all yeah. I'm all lie. Like, there's just so such a little amount of news that's yeah. been occurring since the last time we spoke. Yeah, so. there was a press conference, and then TNA uh, uh, had a thing, and then yeah. A lot wow. of stuff going on. Yeah, dude. There is there is a ton of shit happening in the world right now. Um, it is uh, crazy to think about how quickly things can change from week to week. You know, we... But yeah, the thing I preach to everybody is is patience, right? Yeah. And, uh, everybody's like, oh, they're uh, screwing Cody, this, that, and other thing. And I get the passion. I, I get it. And uh, I can't be mad because... It's cool to see fans be fans, right? So, but, uh, you know, uh, the week before on SmackDown, Cody came out and confronted Roman and said he, uh, you know, he's going to finish the story, but not at WrestleMania. And then The Rock comes out and, you know, Rock talks in his ear, kind of like, uh, Bill Murray at the end of uh, Lost in Translation. Yeah. (laughs) Great reference. Great reference. What did he say to her? Um, And then it was just like, the fan base was angry and understandably. And uh, it was a little confusing. But um, to me, it would just, it just seemed like another bit of uh, a diversion to build up more tension for this main event. Right. You know, right. They've done stuff, you know, over the year, you know, 
or like Cody and Roman's paths, you know, have, you know, crossed in the uh, aisle way and stuff like that. So he, you know, he comes out to talk to Roman and says that and the, the fans are mad and it's so weird. It's like the, pro wrestling is like more of a reality TV show than a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. No, uh, you know, back in the day, they'd be like, oh, what's he stepping aside for? You know, in the 80s, you'd be like, oh, what's he stepping aside for? Yeah. Oh, I wonder what's going on. In the, but, you know, in you know, 2024, people are like, oh, the office is growing them, you know, just yeah. creative and this, that, and the other thing. It's like, God damn, man. God damn. It's frustrating as somebody who's, you know, come up in the days of where, you know, people just worried about this the storyline aspect and not the behind the scenes stuff. But and then uh, you know, that was the talk of the uh, industry. And uh, you know what? It was a good piece of business because positive or negative, WWE wants people talking about the the uh, company. Yeah. You know, uh there was a uh, you know, the hashtag we want Cody and all that stuff and you know, that's a that's a great piece of business too because people who are, you know, maybe not even fans of WWE see this hashtag, oh, what's this? We want Cody. And they look into it and they're like, oh, this guy's getting screwed. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll tune in. Let, let me see what this is about. And they draw in, you know, casual viewers, you know, that might not have, you know, had interest in this year's WrestleMania. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, not that they're going to buy tickets, but they can watch on the on the cock. <laughs> you can on, pull it up uh, on the cock and uh, check it out. Yeah, you can whip out the cock and watch it. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then you know, flash forward to uh, they announce a press event <laughs> at a, a press event in uh, Las Vegas, which was another brilliant move because. Yeah. That's where this uh, weekend Super Bowl is, and the eyes of the world are. So, yeah, you know, if you if you if you want the press to cover, you go to where they are. You know, and everybody's in Vegas. So, and I, dude, I had no idea that you made the, the trek out there because you said you were. Uh, I was like, you're like, yeah, I think I think I'm about going out there. I was like, ooh, that might be a little bit little stiff as far as like airfare and the hotel because. Super Bowl weekend, I'm sure they're going to, you know, price gouge on the flight and stuff. And, uh, but hey, man, you went and, uh, I haven't talked to you since then. So I'm interested to see, uh, your, uh, your take and, uh, experience of, uh, going to the, the, to the press event. It was, uh, it was, well, to quantify what you've been saying, cause I've been waiting to talk to you about this. I had purposefully, uh, didn't message you about the Cody rock business. Because again, we don't like anybody that's listening. We don't plan our shows in advance. Like sometimes we'll get like specific tidbits or like, Hey, we want to talk about this or no, we don't want to talk about that. But generally speaking, we just freeform here. Right. And I think it makes for a much better dynamic for us and for the show. But there are some things that like, some things will happen with Meanie and some things will happen with me and we'll purposefully like leave each other out of the loop. So that way we can make it real time as we record. Right. But to yeah. quantify what you're saying, like as far as newsworthy items, right. You have to think about it like this, like there's, and again, like I was firmly in the camp of we want Cody. Right. I was like, there's no fucking way they're going to do this shit again. I can't believe this crap. And to be clear, like I'm not actually like mad at the rock. Right. Like I don't have any actual like physical heat with 
Dwayne, right? I think Dwayne is a super cool fucking dude. Like all the great and all the great shit he does, all the 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 goodwill that he puts out there. You know, like there's I don't there's no reason for me to hate the guy. I just hate the creative, right? I hated what they were doing there. After a couple of days though, maybe like 24, 36 hours, I started to like think about it. And I I tried to think about it like in my in the meanie style where I was like as a booker, I'm like, "Wait a second. Something seems off about this. The fact that like my, my dead giveaway was that Rock was purposefully no-selling all of the stuff that people were saying online. He was just posting shit, right? And as soon mm-hmm. as I saw him posting like one or two things, I was like, this is a work. This is a work. Like there's no way that they weren't fucking planning this from the beginning, right? From the time Dwayne came on. So, and to your point about the newsworthy stuff, like before we get into Vegas, like uh, and even in the chat here, by, by the way, go and sign up today, patreon.com slash mind of the meanie. You can go and sign up today. Tears starting at just $10. You can join us free and watch us every week uh, as we record. Uh, but Lucha, yeah. one of our pod squad members, Lucha is in here and says, hats off to WWE. My grandmother was asking me about Cody Rhodes and The Rock. One of the largest podcasts in the world, the most listened to podcasts in the world who never talk about wrestling. The Joe Budden podcast was talking about Cody Rhodes and The Rock, ESPN, TMZ, Sports Illustrated. I mean, we're talking about the who's who of the industry. They just played a clip last night about Bob Costas and Bill Maher on um, what's that show that he does? Uh, it's not politically incorrect. What's the hell's the name of that show he does on HBO? Real time. Real time. There was a wrestling segment with Bob Costas and Bill Maher. Last, I just literally saw it about 20 minutes before we went live here. So you're, crazy. T- you're talking about in like ingraining and embedding into mainstream media. Nate Smites here too. He said, my boss who isn't a wrestling fan bought WrestleMania tickets just to see the rock. They know exactly what the fuck they're doing, man. Yep. And so I went to, I, so I, I, at last minute I texted Meanie. And I was like, I think, I think I'm going to go to this Vegas thing. And we had the same conversation, right? Luckily, I have an ace in the hole when it comes to travel. I got a really good, amazing deal. Uh, so I flew out uh, to Vegas, and uh, I went with Muscle Man Malcolm, picked him up again at like 2.30 in the morning in Westchester. And we flew out. It was like a 36-hour ordeal. Um, the reason that we went out there, there was some confusion with WWE communications and the press team. Shout out to the press team, one of the best and most professional teams I've ever worked with. They're fantastic over there. Um, Originally, there was supposed to be some kind of media opportunities for the media who was going to be there. Because there was such an overwhelming response to this event, they had to like shut it down. So a lot of us flew out there thinking we were going to get an opportunity to talk to Seth or, you know, Cody or anybody. And they those opportunities weren't available. When we were getting ready to leave, they were like, well, they were like, listen, like, honestly, like we had this all planned out to be one way. And then we saw so many People, like there were people that didn't RSVP that showed up and it was like, we, we have this much time to do this. And there's so many people wow. that are here. So like, I get it. Like it is what it is. You know, it's like, okay, I still got to be there to experience the event. Some people crashed the event. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. But like, you know, everybody had wristbands and shit. And like, they were, they were like, we literally only have enough room for these people to do this. And it's like ESPN and Fox sports and all like the big names that showed up. Right. So I say all that to say the energy in the room was. Yeah, take us there. So I we get in, I'm sitting, me and Malcolm are sitting like a two seats from the front. They had the VIP experience people in the front and then the media seats started the second row. So somehow Malcolm and I got in the second row 
and you could already sort of start to feel it, right? Like it was like a, a heavy, almost like, um, if you've ever been at a concert and it almost feels like the room is moving, like it's vibrating, right? Rocky yeah. sucks. We want Cody. Rocky sucks. Rocky. Ro- I mean, just from the rafters everywhere, the place was jam-packed with people. CM Punk comes out with Big E and Pat McAfee and Michael Cole doing all this stuff. So he's riling up the crowd with all the shit he's saying, right? He's taking pot shots at <laughs> Seth. He's taking pot shots at Rock, right? So he's riling up, poking the bear, poking the bear. And so um, it was like people were waiting, right? Like everybody loved to see Bianca and Rhea and Becky and the whole segments they did. But once Seth came out, you kind of knew like, okay, we're we're in the mix of it here, right? And as Seth's coming out, he's doing his shtick. Roman shows up and then Rock comes out to this thunderous, I mean, it was like, it was like, it felt like I was back in 1998 watching the Attitude Era. Like genuinely, like it was half the crowd was cheering, half the crowd was booing and um, he was just taking it in. And like, you see it on TV and you kind of get an idea of like his response and his facial expressions and shit. But it was very like, it was very divided crowd. And then Cody came out after they put the big, you know, Anawai family tree on there, the bloodline, and they did the whole shtick there. And uh, when Rody, or Cody announced he was going to fight Roman, the place fucking exploded. Like, it was very loud. Um, it was kind of pandemonium, man. It was, like, for lack of a better word, it was, it was awesome. exactly what I think they were going for. It was exactly what I think WWE was looking to do and the response that they were looking to get. Um, and I want to get your opinion on this again, uh, sort of to tie in, if anyone who hasn't watched it, go ahead and pull up, pull out the cock and go ahead and watch the WrestleMania kickoff, <laughs> but don't do that in public. Cause you'll get arrested. Uh, so, right. um, that, again, this is what you listen to us for. We give you these tips, but, um, it seems like they, you know, rock turned heel, obviously he smack, smack the fucking taste out of Cody's mouth. Um, he went heel and they're building up for the segment between rock and Roman or together collaboratively, if you will, uh, to f- potentially do something with Cody and Seth. As someone who booked some, you know, wrestling bef- before and someone who's been in the industry, do you think that this was the plan all along? Or do you think they pivoted based upon the responses that they got online? Well, what did you take away from all this? Well, that's the beauty of wrestling. Nothing's set in stone or concrete or whatever you want to put it. Um, I think they definitely wanted a reaction. Right. That's the thing you know, about good workers. They they see the reaction and they gauge what to do next based on that reaction from the crowd. You know, as we say in their business, call it in the ring, you mm-hmm. know? And uh, I'm not sure if that was 100% what they uh, expected. I'm sure they expected some kind of outrage when Cody said he was, wasn't finishing the story at WrestleMania. And I think they, during the week, they just gauged the room, gauged the response and, you know, uh, booked accordingly. Yeah, I mean, cause you always hear about, you know, you go to a role and there's like two or three rewrites, you know, but yeah. well, I'm sure there was a, a few rewrites during the week. And, um, you know, I'm still not 100% that Rock turned heel. Um, I, I think they're going to probably set something up to where, um, to where you know, Roman does something to piss off Rock. Mm-hmm. 
Rock pivots back towards Babyface, and then you know, kind of is there for Cody, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think one. I mean, we're still, you know, maybe a month, two months out. Two, yeah. I think we're just just under two months now. Yeah, I, I'm blurred between my uh, countdown for WrestleMania and my countdown for baseball. Um, <laughs> when do pitchers and catchers report? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm like, you know, when's pitchers and catchers, when's WrestleMania? It's, it's throwing me off there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think eventually by the time it gets to WrestleMania, Roman will have done something to annoy The Rock. And The Rock has to go, you know, back full baby face. I can understand where The Rock was like, you know, family, tradition, blood oath. You know, they're trying to do this thing for the family. And then uh, I think Roman's going to be the young guy, you know, the uh, the new Jack. Mm-hmm. Not, not Jerome Young, but like the new Jack on the block, you know, the uh, new young I'm glad so you. One, I'm glad you quantified that because I was queuing up natural born killers. And I was going to let it play through the rest of the show. So I'm glad you glad you clarified that for me. Thank you. But like he's going to be like the, you know, the new head with the uh, old head. He's going to say something to piss the old head off. Now old head like, excuse me, kind of thing, kind of like how he was excuse me to Cody when Cody was like, your family would be so disappointed in yeah. you right now. I think you know he was aligning with. Roman just to do this thing that their families had promised, but then Cody comes on, you know, and Cody quantified it by saying how your families would be disappointed. Mm. He slaps. Mm. Man, um, what a fucking moment to like in that fucking moment watching Rock. Again, like as Mini to Mini's point here, look for the story part of it as well, guys. Like watch the little fucking intricacies, right? When mm-hmm. if you're looking at the screen. Cody's on one side, Roman's on the other, and he's doing the whole, your family would be disappointed. And all of a sudden, Rock comes out of the screen, like out of view, and just stands right in front of Roman, like like almost like staggered this way, right? Mm-hmm. They're doing that for a reason. There's a reason why. There's a reason why he pointed out that he was the high chief a couple of times. There's a reason why that was listed on the screen, right? I fully agree with what you're going to say. Go ahead. Finish what you're going to say, and I'll stick to my you know, uh, Roman's going to say something about his position in the uh, the twenty three and Me pie chart that they showed on the uh, the, screen. <laughs> the Venn diagram of the family. Yeah, yeah, twenty three and Me. You know, <laughs> I was hoping Cody would have said something about that, like you know, called it out. You know, but uh, yeah, they're. they're he, you know, like you said, he's been, he called himself the high chief a few times and Roman's going to say something and it's going to annoy the rock and the rock's going to be like, hold on, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You know, I'm the one who built this, you know, or, you know, you know, I'm the one who, you know, you know, you know, I've been here kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as far as the, uh, the Samoan dynasty and, uh, you know, eventually, It'll be uh, Cody Roman with, uh, I don't know if Rock's going to be a special enforcer kind of thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if Rock is, is going to have a, a one-on-one match. There, somebody was saying, saying something about maybe a tag, but who knows? 
But it's, and that's what WWE wants. They want us speculating. They want us talking about it. They want us, you know, to uh, put eyeballs on the product. You know, this is exactly what they want. They want everybody talking about WWE and WrestleMania coming up here in Philly. Yep. So, and you know, everybody's coming to Philly for Meanie Mania. So, uh, it's just <laughs> Thursday night, April 4th. Is seven to two. Come and um, see us, McCusker's Tavern. Yes, if you, sir. If you missed the ad, stop this right now. Take a marker, like, or a pen. You don't want to write on your phone, right? Like, they write it on your hand, maybe. Get your timestamp, and then go back to the beginning of the episode and listen to the ad and get all the details, and then let us know you'll be there, and then come back and listen to us again. So, we'll, we'll see you in a few. But, yes. With everyone being in town for Meanie Mania and your Hall of Fame induction and WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> I will literally fucking cartwheel. I will take a video of myself cartwheeling and trying to do a backflip if we get the news that you're going in the Hall of Fame. I Mark it down, Nate. I know you're here. Write it down and hold me to it. But I will say, I think what's going to happen is very similar to what you said, right? I feel like there's going to be this power struggle between Rock and Roman. They're going to start, they're going to plant the seeds right now at the first, you know, before the elimination chamber. Um, you know, defending family and all this stuff, but there's going to be something that happens between Rock and Roman. And the big payoff is going to be at WrestleMania, right? During the main event. They're yeah. gonna, you're going to have the schmas, the bullshit with Solo. You're going to have the bullshit with Jimmy and Jay. And then all of a sudden Rock comes out and costs Roman the match. Yeah. And I think that's going to be the time when they start building Roman towards the face turn. Because once he loses that, what does he have, right? And I think the plan is eventually going to be turning Roman face and Rock is going to be this really great heel in the industry. And I will say to your point too, Rock actually responded to some political thing earlier today on Twitter, which he never does that kind of stuff. Somebody had some really nasty shit to say about him and his charity, this stuff in Maui. It's just total bullshit. And inside of the, the response, he said, this was in response to me turning heel. So he did confirm that he actually did turn heel in that moment in the show. So it's like, yeah. oh, I can't remember the last time I've been. And I, I really think, like, I think the chamber is going to be something with Cody and Seth and Rock and Roman because I don't think they would have put Seth in the position at the, the press conference or the media event, rather, to have him be left out of this story because he was like, you know, just because you're on the fucking board doesn't mean you can do whatever you want. I mean, they were lit, like being there, listening to them cuss at each other was like, holy yeah. shit, dude. And, yeah. you know, I come home and, 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 you know, Mrs. Goober, who has not been a wrestling fan as long as I have, she's watching this and she's going, she's looking at me. She's going, how much of this is, how much of this is real? And I'm like, this is all, it's all the work. And what they're doing is it's what the, how they've been able to pull this off because you asked me that it means that it's working exactly as they, as they planned, because now you're, see, yeah. now you're curious, right? Yeah. I see rock going back, baby face, Roman remaining heel. And then, uh, I see uh, Roman rock at SummerSlam. Mm, yeah. They're going to, they're going to need a, a big money pay. Uh, where, where is SummerSlam this year? They haven't announced yet. Oh, wow. Yeah. They haven't said that. And the, I, I would imagine they'll probably announce SummerSlam, at the chamber. Um, Cause typically don't they announce at WrestleMania, the, the location for the following year's WrestleMania. Yeah. So I, 
I would think maybe they hold it for 41, the match between Roman and Rock. That just seems like a long build. But Rock's been very, like, open about saying, like, excuse me, here for the long game, here for the long game. So it's like, well, I don't know, man. But let us know what you think. If you agree with Meanie Niner, if you think we're totally all fucking base, drop a comment for us. Like and subscribe as you're listening to this on YouTube and leave a comment so the algorithms will boost us up. Uh, or tweet it at us. Let us know. If you're like, guys, you guys are fucking idiots, please be nice. I cry about some of those mean comments. So please be nice to us, but let us know what you think. Uh, and we will respond to you on the show. But I wanted to ask you also, too, there was a big yes. shakeup at TNA at the same, almost at the same time. They released yeah. a longtime president of, uh, I guess, TNA, Scott Damore. Uh, what were your thoughts on that? What well, was pretty shocking? Seemed out of nowhere. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I I don't really follow TNA because they basically I'll be, you need like a special cable. Yeah. Their, their cable channel is hard to find. You yeah. know, it's not necessarily easily easy to find TNA. You know, television. It's you need was it access TV? I think it's access is what it's called. Yeah, I, I'm I. I don't know if we, I don't have it on YouTube TV, so I think it might be a special app or something, but I haven't been able to find it. Meanie. Yes, sir. Fantasy football champs as well. Our friends at Manscaped want to congratulate you on making it to the 2024 playoffs. As for the rest, well, the fantasy gods have spoken and it's time to shave off that didn't make the cut playoff beard. No more hiding behind facial hair. Embrace the clean slate with Manscaped's Beard Hedger because nothing should be as unruly as your failed trade strategies. Embrace victory and join the 10 million men who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code MINDMEANY for 20% off and plus free shipping. Meanie, I want to ask you about your first impressions of the Beard Hedger and how it's helped keep the Meanie beard looking fresh and spotless. The Beard Hedger has been a game changer. Uh, I, you know, I'm known worldwide for this beard and uh, the Beard Hedger helps me keep it neat, keep it clean. I got my own custom uh settings for the guard so I could get the same exact cut each and every time. I love the Beard Hedger and I don't know where I, my life has been without it. And I know that I have enjoyed it very well. Keeps the goober beard looking nice and tight here as well in between my visits to the barbershop. So gentlemen, tidy up your act with a clean shave before you draft your way to redemption next season. Manscaped is the ultimate franchise player to take your face to the end zone with the new Beard Hedger Pro Kit. This package has made it easier than ever to craft your signature look and is a premium beard sculpting machine. It features the Beard Hedger Cordless Trimmer. It has one guard with 20 different lakes, 20 meanie, and it's waterproof. That's right, no more drawers full of 20 different guards. Shower shave as much as your heart desires. Don't just shave, indulge in the liquid luxury. Our kit includes specially crafted formulations to keep your beard looking brilliant and lastly meaning as a bonus manscaped has thrown in a beard accessory pack that comes with the beard brush beard comb and beard scissors for the finishing touches every modern bearded gentleman deserves so get 20 percent off plus free shipping by using our promo code mind at manscaped.com that's 20 percent off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code mind 
Beanie. Get ready for fantasy football offseason off season like a true grooming champion with the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. You're not just shaping your beard. You're crafting a winning look. Manscaped.com. Use promo code MINDMEANIE. And we want to thank them, as always, for sponsoring the program. Yeah, I, I think it, well, it's definitely on like if we have Comcast or whatever. But mm. but uh, yeah, it's 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 strange. Um, I've I've known Scott since I started wrestling. I started training at Al School, and Scott would come down from uh, Windsor to do Al shows, and yeah, you know, I would see Scott. Yeah, you know, Scott was literally on my first, you know one of my first matches, you know, um, I for my first match against a guy named Gaza Coleman who wrestled as a Kodiak, the Kodiak bear. Mm. There's, there's been a couple Kodiak bears, but he was one of them. And then, uh, on the same show, they had like their version of the Royal rumble and Scott was in there and I, me and Scott, you know, he was on my first show. Wow. So I know Scott forever. And, uh, you know, he's worked his way up, you know, and he's, you know, he's, you know scratched and clawed his way up the, the, the ladder to where he's, you know, going from doing WWE, WCW TVs as a, as a worker, running his own promotion in a school out of Windsor, you know, which is right across the river from Detroit, you know, uh, and, you know, building up talent. And, and then he, you know, joins TNA and, you know, uh, works his way up the ladder there and becomes president. And uh, it's just so, so weird because it seems like TNA's just started to turn a corner to where they, uh, I mean, they came in, you know, kind of strong in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, in the early days, you know, they're doing the weekly pay-per-views and yeah, uh, then they, you know, get TV on, you know, Fox Sports that or whatever that channel was, and you now they, they, they bounced around, and then they had their uh, spike years. But uh, you know, just uh, and then they kind of had a falling off, like where it's just it's like, you know, you know, nobody really was talking about them, and then you know, they people have been talking about TNA a lot lately, and I think that's attributed to Scott Demore's leadership and ability to. You know, mentor talent, talk to talent, build talent, and uh, negotiate to bring talent in. I'm sure, you know, Nick Nemeth, you know, uh, is there because of Scott and Scott's ability to, you know, handle talent. So, uh, you know, word is that, like, uh, it was a budget thing. Um, You know, Scott wanted to bring in bigger talent. You know, reportedly he uh, also, you know, rumor is, you know, he was trying to bring in, you know, folks like CM Punk and uh, Sasha Bang, you know, whatever, Mercedes Monet. Um, he wanted to bring in those talents, but, you know, the, the, the company didn't want to spend that kind of money. And then there's also a rumor that he approached TNA about buying the company with, uh, he had a financial institution that was willing to back him. Mm company so um well i don't know if we'll ever truly find out what the the cause was 
you know, uh, if somebody, you know, turns your business around, you, you kind of want to keep them around. Right. And it, it's, it seems counterintuitive or, and counterproductive, you know, if he's, he's done that. And just to see the uh, outpouring from the talent. You know, uh, we want Scott, you know, we want, to, we want Scott to more. We want Scott, you know, thank you, Scott, you know, uh, fan, you know, fans and wrestlers alike who are, uh, giving, uh, Scott his, his flowers. So, uh, it's weird. <clears throat> it's weird to, to, to think that, you know, a guy who's done so much to help build, you know, give the company more credibility when they were kind of, yeah, TNA, well, well, it's been impact for a couple of years. Oh, yeah, I never stopped calling it TNA. I don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, um, it was kind of a joke. Just not because of the wrestlers, but because of the way it was run. Right you now, right. Just um, you know how Dixie ran it, and, you know after that. But yeah, you know, Scott made TNA respectable and uh, reputable. And uh, the fact that he's not there is just, I'm just waiting for more to come out. It's, it's just, it's just got to be a reason more, there's got to be more to it than, you know, the guy who just, you know, brought the company back and had probably one of the best pay-per-view, their pay-per-views in recent history. Yeah. So, and then just to let the guy go, it's just crazy. I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand it. I'm just waiting to see. You know, uh, there's got to be more to it. I, I, I don't even want care to speculate on what it could be, but Scott's a good dude. So it makes no sense to me to let somebody go who's, you know, turned that company around like that. Yeah, I'm curious to see what what else is out there. You know, like if there's something else happened, is there something else that people aren't aware of? Like what's what's happening in, in, in TNA? You know, and, and not not in like those kind of terms. I just mean like, are they prepping the company for a sale? You know, are there, are there business aspects that are happening behind the scenes that we aren't privy to that perhaps Anthem is like, no, we're getting ready to, to turn this. Sometimes in, in, in corporate America, they'll restructure or reorganize some of their corporate leadership in order to prepare for, like we saw with WWE, right? Vince comes back in and he does the board and then all of a sudden the company's for sale. Like, is that something that happened, you know? Um, hey, hey! I'll say it right now. What if WWE is looking to buy TNA? Uh, that would be something, wouldn't it? I mean, they the last two uh, premium live events they had t- a TNA champion on their show uh, and testing the market. Jordan waters. Grace. Jordan Grace was in the Women's Royal Rumble for a pretty long time. A pretty long time, and uh, TNA's got a a really good tape library mm-hmm. uh, of a lot of the people who are currently with TNA. Yep. Uh, like AJ Styles. Who's to say that they're not, you know, uh, Scott approached to buying the company and they're like, Oh, nah, cool. Uh, we already <laughs> have, some, we already have some, that's, that's nice. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's great. Yeah. We already have something lined up. And, you know, what, what's to say that, you know, sell to WWE is not imminent, you know, without, you know, you know so, <clears throat> you know, so uh, let me say it now. Let me get it out to, into the ether in case that's exactly the case that one day we're, we wake up and 
Mike Johnson, you know, announces to sell TNA to, uh, to uh, Endeavor. Yep. That's what I mean. Like it could be a potential new arm, a third arm, if you will, of the TKO brand. You know, I don't necessarily know that if they would merge the companies necessarily, like I don't think TNA would go away in that regard. No. Um, I think that it would benefit WWE and TKO to keep it separate, but also utilize some of the other platforming that WWE has. I think there's enough of a market for TNA wrestling to put it on something like Peacock or another streaming service, right? And add the TNA library to the Peacock app, right? Like I think, yeah. I think you could absolutely do that. Because again, remember, you're not just talking about AJ Styles, you're talking about Kevin Nash, you're talking about Scott Steiner, you're talking about a bunch of Kurt Angle, a ton of Sting. Kurt Angle's career, Sting, like all of these career moves, oh, right? I mean, you're talking about a ton <laughs> of people uh, a ton of, of amazing talent that is just embedded inside of whatever TNA is, their app or their streaming services are. Um, I think it would benefit them greatly to, to have that library, but also it makes it easier for them to like kind of move around, you know, and like, you know, suppose what happens if like, they're like, oh, yo, AJ Styles wants to go back to hard to kill TNA, wants to main event that before the end of his career. Well, now he can because they're part of the fucking TNA or rather the TKO circle. Yeah. I don't see why Makes that sense. would be, I don't see why that would be a problem, right? Makes so. all the sense of the world. You know, uh, at A, you would have their tape library and B, it's another place for talent to go. Right. You know, when, uh, you know, AEW bought Ring of Honor, I was like, well, you got all these guys getting paid. Yeah. This is another avenue to keep those guys busy while they're, you know, you're waiting for them to do something in AEW, you know, uh, get, have, have guys do ring of honor stuff. That way they're staying in, in ring shape. You know, a lot of people, you know, you see all these injuries happening and injuries happen when, you know, due to lack of, you know, physicality, you know, you got to build up, you know, to, to do what, you know, wrestlers do in a ring, you, you need to build up that callus. And, you know, if you're, you're doing it, you know, infrequently, you know, and that's when the injuries happen and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, that's why, that's why I loved when AEW bought Ring of Honor. Now, if WWE buy, or never buys TNA. Right. You know, that's just another place for talent to go. You know, they got all this talent, keep them in ring shape, keep them sharp. And they can go over and do the TNA thing. And then once you come up with some from from with WWE, then you you bring them back over and maybe you know, swap out talent, right? You know, and right, you're constantly having your talent do something, you know, just right. to just so they're not sitting on the sidelines, you know, gathering rust. Right. There's an entirely new world to open up between those companies, right? And you keep the yeah. lineage of the belts alive. You know, like you're not merging in the way that the WCW titles were merged with WWE. Like everything stays separate. I mean, imagine if that does happen, right? I think they learned their lessons from buying WCW. Hundred percent. You know, they, they should have, if they bought it, they should have just kept it a separate entity. Yeah. You know, send Jr. over there to to run WCW. You know. Yep. That's what they should have done. Uh, you know, run different live events and stuff like that. So 
with TNA, they could easily do that and keep it separate, you know, buy it, keep it separate. Uh, have, you know, folks go over there and, and run that, have, uh, you know, Steve Carino go over there and, yeah. you know, be the boss over there at TNA and, and run it because he's, you know, they're prepping Carino to uh, be a big wig, you know. Yeah, he he can he could be the uh, T, the TNA version of Michael Hayes over there. So yeah, no, just it's just I don't know anything. I'm just going by instinct and you know seeing what I'm seeing and trying to read the tea leaves. You know the way somebody you know a guy tries to predict the stock market. You know, yeah, uh, it would be a smart move. You know, dude, they 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 bought WCW for like two million. You know, just. Yeah. And basically, just for the tape library, they they threw the rings and the sets in the trash. You know, they just wanted the tape library. And uh, you know, with TNA, they got they got a extensive time. You know, they've been around for what twenty years? About twenty years now, yeah. Twenty years worth of content. You know that they 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 could draw from and and talent. Like I said, Jordan Grace was in that Royal Rumble for a long time, and I think that was by design to see if she can hang and. You know, they saw the crowd reaction to her and stuff like that. So they think they have something there with TNA. So I can see WWE you know, slash Denver, you know, uh, purchasing it, you know, just as another brand. Yeah. Another, another form of content. And I, I think you're right to your point, too. Before we slide into our, our favorite topic, our favorite part of the show, rather. Uh, yes. I think uh, I think you're right. I think that was the biggest, one of the biggest sins of the WCW purchase was the fact that they deaded the brand, you know, like folks who weren't around then watching at the time may not know, but like WCW's creative was the shits. Like it wasn't good. It wasn't good, but the brand itself was still there. Like it was still a marketable property. And for every person it's like, oh, well the brand was dead and it was a dead IP. Like you could have easily rebooted that. I think there was still enough goodwill towards WCW where you could have taken it off the air for six months, right? Uh, reinvigorated it, right? Like you said, take JR or or even Cornette or somebody who was involved and say, hey, you guys are in charge down here. This is a separate entity. We run it now, but I want it to be separate, like completely separate from what we do. You could have found TV time for Nitro, especially if you have an entirely different creative team, if you have an entirely different roster full of people, Right, like you, you could have done it. Yeah, that relationship with you have that relationship with USA Network, right. NBC. They're all they they see the success that they've had with WWE. I mean, you know, uh, you know, have six oh five on USA Network. You know, right, like <laughs> Thursday Nitro or Wednesday Night. Like it, it you could have done anything, yeah. right? And I think yeah. uh, I think that to me, like. And I know, like, we've talked about it before. That's what Vince, you know, reportedly had said that that was his his biggest regret in business was purchasing WCW. Um, I think if this does happen now, if they if they do pick up TNA, I think that's exactly what's going to happen is they're going to say, nope, nope, we're going to leave it separate. It should be its own separate thing. How many of our team can we get over there from a corporate structure to run the show? Um Cause again, like it's guaranteed money too. Like Endeavor's not going out of business, you know, like TKO is a brand new fucking thing. Um, they have the, the capital and the resources in order to keep a, a brand like TNA afloat. Then when you have like set, steady TV time, you can then advertise that brand to an entirely new market. Yeah. It's a fucking win-win for everybody. Right. So yeah. I think that's, what's going to happen. 
You know, Meanie? What's that, Adam? We hear this a lot. Every CBD company tells you that their product is the best. With quality control measures like lab testing and QR codes now becoming the standard, it can start to seem like all CBD brands are the same, but I'm here to tell you something, Meanie. They are not. Knowing what makes certain brands better will help you spend your money more wisely and have more confidence as you incorporate CBD oils, topicals, capsules, or gummies into your own wellness routine. And that's why we're proud to partner with Green Road CBD as an official sponsor of Mind of the Meanie. And Meanie, I know you're a longtime user of Green Road CBD. How has Green Road CBD helped you in your life? Let me tell you, Green Road CBD is, is a product I've been using for years. And uh, when we started Mind of the Meanie, I always was, was like, let's get Green Road's as a, as a sponsor because I use them almost daily, uh, whether it's the gummies, you know, to take care of the aches and pains of 30 years of, of wrestling, the topical solutions uh, that help my knees, help my back, help my elbows, help my shoulders. Green Road CBD has done everything to help me maintain uh, a pain-free existence from all the years of wear and tear as a professional wrestler. And to me, meaning that sounds like the Green Road's difference. And it comes down to a really few important points. They're just part of the reason that they've won industry awards year after year, earned thousands of five-star reviews, and have heard countless stories from customers just like you about the impact that those products have had on your life. So Green Roads is led by a, co a compounding pharmacist with 25 years of experience helping her community getting healthy. For her and the entire company, it's more than just a job. It's a mission. And not all hemp sourcing is equal, meaning I'm not sure if you're aware of that. But they select, our, they select their hemp from high-quality American farms. And also, not all lab testing is equal, which is why they use an accredited independent lab to conduct full panel tests on every single batch. And that's why Green Roads is an original manufacturer, not just a quote-unquote white label brand. So right now, you can go to greenroads.com, meaning, and save 25% off of your entire purchase. Wow. 25% off of everything, meaning. That's huge. And all you have to do is go to their website right now, greenroads.com, and use promo code MEANIE at checkout. It's 25% off your entire purchase by using promo code MEANIE at greenroads.com. Own the day with Green Road CBD, and we thank them for sponsoring the program. But I do have, uh, if you will entertain me for a second, sir. Yeah, of course. I have a question. Yeah, of course. I have a question for you. Are you ready to ask me any? I would love to. Ask me something. I can't remember what regular air smells like. Don't forget, tweet us your questions using the hashtag ask Meanie, and you may hear them on the program. Meanie, I want to know, sir, you got one for us today? Like I said, it's my ride or die for the next couple months. Uh, I got my... Uh, Pumpkin pie, Bellevue. Uh, I'll be drinking this on uh, opening day. <laughs> <laughs> Tailgating the fucking, fucking baseball. Yeah, <laughs> motherfucker. These motherfuckers were 78 cents a case. That's right. It's it, it's spring, but it feels like fall. Get used to yeah. it. Uh, fall ball. <laughs> I have uh, I have the knockoff uh, sparkling ice shit from Giant today, actually. I have a black Rapsberry. Uh, which is rather delicious. So uh, we're going to go ahead and crack these here in three, yeah. two, one. There she is. Ooh, mm -hmm. I can't really see. smell it because I'm sick, but I'm, I'm imagining it smells pretty good. 
Oh, that seems to be the theme. We're so tired. We're running at the uh, speed of smell or whatever. <laughs> and there's the name of the episode. Moving at the speed of smell. Um, yeah. No, and thank you all for putting up with me. My voice actually held up pretty well today. Uh, we had to push our recording time as, you know, inside baseball. I'm battling a really nasty ear infection. So I apologize if you hear me squeak or my voice cracks like I'm 15 again, but uh, we are. Like your, like your Peter Brady hitting uh, <laughs> on the Brady Bunch. Shut up. feel I'm quiet. I feel apologies to anybody who heard me pop a halls in, you know, during the show was just like, it's like allergies, motherfucker. Yeah. Dude. You know, I'm, I'm going to eat something spicy. Mm-hmm. Oh, give man. Me, I, me some, get some wasabi or something. I did that yesterday. My, my wife and I, uh, I make like eggs and potatoes sometimes on, on Saturday mornings. <clears throat> there she is. Well, and I put, thank you. I put some hot sauce. I guess it's got cayenne or Tabasco or something in it. And it was just like fucking clearing me out, man. I'm telling you, I got back. Like I knew I felt like shit. I, didn't, well, I thought it was just like a regular cold on Thursday when I got on the plane and I'm like, all right, like it's just allergies, whatever, you know, it's warm out in February. Like something like, why are we surprised we're all sick? But as the day went on, I felt worse and worse and worse. And I'm going, if I have to do these interviews, my voice is going to sound like shit. Cause I barely have a voice. Right. And then I'm on the plane coming home and I'm like sitting in the plane. I'm sitting on my, in my seat and my whole body, you know, like when your whole body feels like it's shutting down, like you shut down a computer, it was like, oh my God, like this is a problem. I still have to drive Malcolm home and I have to drive myself home. Like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. Have you checked in with Malcolm to see if he got sick? Oh, he was fine. As far as I'm aware, he said he was good. Um, I tried to, you know, from what it sounds like, like I said, I I thought it was like the flu. I didn't think it was COVID because it was different symptoms. And it turns out that everything is stemming from my right ear with this ear infection. All of the symptoms I'm having are because of this. I went into the minute clinic the other day, yesterday rather, I went yesterday morning. He looks in my ear and he's like, he literally went, oh, I was like, that's not good. <laughs> he was like, that's one of the worst ear infections I've seen in quite some time. He was like, here, take all of this. You know, they're throwing amoxicillin at me. So uh, we are we are feeling good and painting toilets today, sir. So um, anyone, who take, oh. anyone who takes amoxicillin knows that shit clears you out real fast. So yeah. uh, we, are, we are doing well here. But I uh, got a lot of great questions for us. Again, remember, don't forget to tweet uh, us your questions uh, using a hashtag. Hello, Vanessa. What up, Vanessa? Using the hashtag, ask me. I didn't mean to step on your toes, but that's my normal reaction to (laughs) Vanessa go hello. I I was going to say, I saw her coming in, and I was like, oh, I want to make sure we acknowledge her. Um, So Lucha Lechoso wants to know, hey, can I get a shout-out for my birthday? Today is my 36th birthday, and yes, of course, sir. Happy birthday, Lucha. Uh, 36, you son of a bitch. Yep. I'm jealous. (laughs) Uh, 36 again, but, you know. I feel pretty good for 50, you know, I'll be 51 in May, but there, excuse me. there she is. Oh, man. Burp the baby. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Lucha. Yeah. Uh, thank you for spending your uh, birthday morning with us. Uh, sorry, we don't have any cake, hmm. uh, but uh, just know that, you know, uh, as you know, we watched the Super Bowl tonight. Hmm. Uh you know, we're celebrating in your honor. You know, just, uh, I'm going to, Mrs. Meany's making some chili and stuff mm. like that. So we'll have some, I'll have some uh, chili in your honor. Attaboy. 
I, I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, just uh, <laughs> some celebratory bites of chili for you. We got it. We, we're I'm gonna bad at birthdays, man. <laughs> I'm bad at birthdays. I'm gonna no, give seriously, Luca. You're here. You, you, along with the rest of the podcast, are here each and every week, and uh, you make the show a lot more fun to do with the interactions in the uh, the chat room. I love the chat room that goes on. You know. It makes it feel like we're performing, you know, yeah. for somebody, you know, and instead of just two guys talking and uh, that's why I love our pod squad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, thank you again for, for sharing your birthday with us. Um, you didn't have to, but you chose to do so. And that's fucking great. We love it. So I'm going to give you a celebratory yeah, cause. and a celebratory. I can't remember what regular Arsenal is like. And a big old one of these <laughs> for your birthday, sir. So happy birthday. To you, my friend. I can't believe that part's real, man. It is, dude. That's what Courtney says to me all the time. She's like, I can't believe that came out of you. And I was like, you should hear the ones that mean he does. Like, I was just like, I got to record this. There are ones that like. I got a fart chair, you know. I Dude, there's ones that I'll have and they're just like, they're so loud and violent. Courtney's just, her response every time is, oh, my God. Like, how is that real? She'll hear him from upstairs. The kids will be like, are you fucking kidding me, dad? Um, yeah. listen, that's who I am. I can't change it. That's my body guys. Um, RJ Krasinski wants to know what's up, RJ. What's up, RJ? Thanks for your questions. Do, uh, we're wrapping it up with RJ every week. They got a big anniversary coming up too. Um, yeah. what's something 2024 meanie would tell 1994 meanie. That one day they'll, the WWE will not have a single man in the company, mm. which would be bizarre. Yeah, I know people want us to talk about that whole thing, and I'm not looking to talk about it. Yeah, we're as a, as a note, as a note, we don't comment on current legal cases. I know that seems like a cop out, but we're not attorneys. We're not. Yeah. Gonna, it's just not our place to do it. Yeah. I see. I see a lot of people pontificating and nobody really goes back and sees what they say before. Like, you know, once the whole legal legal process plays out where people write with, with, with their initial reactions. And I don't know shit about that to uh, comment on it. But if I had to go, since the question is what would 1994, 2024 meanie tell 1994 meanie is, yeah, one day, you know, there won't be a, be a single McMahon in the, uh, and you know, that company that everybody's calling human cockfighting, they're going to be partnered with WWE. <laughs> that is, that, I think, the craziest. That, that UFC was like borderline snuff. Uh, like It was like a borderline, borderline snuff film. Yeah. You know, yeah, John, Senator John McCain coming out again, call it, calling it human cockfighting and <laughs> it was crazy. It was a lawless fucking enterprise back in the day. UFC it was nuts. Shout out to uh, Doody, the podcast uh, Doody with Will Sasso and Chad Colchin. They did a watch along of uh, UFC one. Oof, and it's fucking Fine. hysterical. Oof. <laughs> Those early UFCs were fucking rough. So, uh, and just to know that they're, you know, they, you know, they, you know, once they sold the company, they, was, they said, hey, you know, they, they called up the state athletic commission. It's like, look, what do we got to do to get this thing legal? And, yeah. you know, they made a, a legit sport out of it. But just to, 
1994, uh, you know that co- company they're called Human Cockfighting? They're going to be in the same company with WWE. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that's, it's weird. Yeah. It's weird. He was, you know, didn't even think of what, try to think of what next year's going to be. It's hard enough, but, you know, 1994 to envision a company without a McMahon and just to see that they're going to be uh, aligned with one of the, the biggest mixed martial arts company in the world. Yeah. It, it makes sense too, because WWE is the top of pro wrestling, sports entertainment. Uh, UFC is the uh, pioneer of MMA. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, in, in 90, 1994, I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. You know, <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, Marks the Jester seventy one wants to know, Meanie, who was your favorite guy to work with in ECW? Oh my God, all of them. Uh, and that sounds like a cop out answer, but and you know what? Well, you know, after ECW closed and people start running shows, and then the shows were ECW talent heavy, and everybody's like, "Oh, look at these guys trying to relive their glory years." No, we, we genuinely loved working with each other in ECW. Uh, it was a big, big family atmosphere. But that said, obviously, working with Tracy Smothers every night, you know, after, uh, you know, Stevie and Raven went to WCW, uh, me and Nova kind of floundered because I think, in my opinion, Paul was like, well, I ain't going to put these guys on our TV just for them to go to WCW as well. Like, I think they would, they were thinking that, you know, me and Nova were, would be the next ones to go to WCW to be with Raven. So right. once they realized we're, we were sticking around and, uh, you know, we start, you know, you know, re reproving ourselves by, you know, Tracy Smothers would have like uh, little dojos before the shows, like, going to ring, work out, you know, do calisthenics, this, that, and the other thing. And, um, you know, me and Nova started, you know, form, you know, established us, our, ourselves as a tag team. Mm-hmm. We, we worked with the FBI almost every night and it just, uh, it was like, a, like they say in the business, it was like a night off, you know, yep. learned so much and it, it stepped up my game immensely and uh it's crazy it just uh yeah so who did i enjoy work with besides everybody you know who did i work with enjoy working with yeah the fbi uh, tracy smothers and little guido and tommy rich Mm. anthony wood wants to know anthony woods i'm sorry wants to know uh, i can't remember but did you ever work with bam bam bigelow if so how was it and any good bam bam stories yeah, I worked with Bigelow, but the the matches were fairly quick because I think he was on his uh, run towards the uh, the title. So uh, I mean, Bammer was great uh, for a guy who is that big, that strong. He worked light as a feather. Mm. Like you, you really didn't even feel him, you know. And, uh, you know, I got, I got to do stuff with him in Pittsburgh at the, uh, well, Monaca at the Golden Dome where, uh, he did some, we, me and Nova did some with him. I, I had a singles match with him in, 
uh, Blackwood, New Jersey at the CYO. Uh, I did a few things with him. I saw him up in the, uh, up in the Boston area. And he picked me up for his finisher, the, the greetings from Asbury Park. He just picked me up like I was an infant. Oof. And I was pushing like three bill. I was easy. I was well over 300 pounds. And he just picked me up and just hit his finisher on me. I was like, Jesus Christ. Holy shit. But, uh, yeah, he was a good dude, man. And like I've said before, I've, I've said he helped me a lot with, um, you know, uh, NECW with when it came to, you know, knowing my worth and, hey, man, how much you making? I tell him, he'd be like, oh, go ask Paul for this. Okay. I went and asked Paul and Paul's like, sure. And I was like, holy shit, that worked. You know, Bigelow looked out for me, you know, and um, like I, I've said before, uh, you know, there's one day I'm sitting in the locker room and he goes, hey, man, I, I know you're not, you're, you don't want to kill your gimmick and you're not, you're not trying to be Charles Atlas, but if you go to the gym, you know, uh, have a strong set of wheels, you know, meaning, you know, just go to the gym, ride a bike, do some cardio, just, it's like there's nothing worse than being a big guy and, you know, your legs feel like they're fucking spaghetti, you know, mm. just noodles, you know, and so he helped me in so many different ways and stuff I try to pass on to, to younger folks as well, you know, especially big guys like myself, you know. Yeah, I uh, I always enjoyed watching Bam Bam. He was always one of my favorite heels in WWE and then watching him in ECW, having like, you know, basically a, a brand new career over there and then WCW, like he was one of my favorites. I uh, I really enjoyed watching Bam Bam uh, and we thank you for Bam Bam questions. Any chance I feel like we could talk about him is super yeah. dope because it's it, it's been un, an unfortunate amount of time since he's been gone. Um, but there's just something so cool about him as an individual and him as a wrestler. I uh, We really enjoy it. So send your Bam Bam questions if you have them. But I also want to thank you all for sending these questions in because we love answering them for you to hear every week. So yeah. don't forget to tweet us using the hashtag AskMeany and you may hear them on the program. Meany, I want to thank you, sir for being a part of the show. Thank you. As always. And I want to know, as we get ready to wrap up uh, this week's episode, where can everyone keep up to date with all things blue when they're not listening to us here in their ears? <laughs> if you would like to follow Blue Me on all forms of social media, uh, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, threads, at Blue Meanie on all forms of social media. Uh, if you would like to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support the Minded Amini, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Minded Amini. Colin Elbow, the wrestling brand, go to ColinElbowBrand.com. Use coupon code Meanie or use coupon, use coupon code Mind. Save 10% over there at ColinElbowBrand.com. BadCatBeerCare.com for uh, all your beard uh, beer care needs. A big fellow like myself got a beer, bearded fellow like myself. You want to look good. You want to smell good. Go to MadCatBeerCare.com and get the Blue Spruce Beard Oil and Mom. Shout out to my boy Josh Thornton doing an amazing job over there. Take care of the cats. Rounds them up. Takes them to the vet. And uh, lets them back out in the wild better than they found them. So go to madcatbeercare.com and get some blue spruce. Uh, the Ultra Pro Wrestling video game coming to all major consoles in 2024. 
Ultra Pro Wrestling contains not only original characters created by the amazing Hal Haney, but many real-world wrestlers, including myself and several others, I'm trying not to spoil. Uh, if you want more information, go to ultraprowrestling.com. That's ultraprowrestling.com. Or follow them on Twitter at UPW Video Game. Uh, that's ultraprowrestling.com. And on Twitter, UPW Video Game. Uh, the Figure Collections Bone Crushing Wrestler Series 1 variants of the Blue Mini are available now. Uh, they might be selling out soon. Uh, all Series 1s can be ordered now at figurecollections.com. Uh, that's, I'm sorry, that's shop.figurecollections.com. Go to shop.figurecollections.com, type Blue Me into the search bar and uh, buy either old school blue meanie or BWO blue meanie. Either way, there is no wrong choice. Uh, shout out to Jim Nielsen over at glaciersofice.com. Jim made a three of three only handmade BWO custom, I might add, a BWO Air Jordan 1 sneaker for Stevie Nova and myself. Each pair takes Jim about 50 hours per pair. Uh, if you want to see these awesome looking pairs of shoes, they, you know, it's like artwork for your feet. Uh, follow him on Instagram at Glacier Art Studio. That's Instagram at Glacier Art Studio. That the Blue Meanie on your podcast, go to podstars.net. That's P-O-D-S-T-A-R-Z dot net. Register your podcast and then book the blue guy for your podcast over there at podstars.net. Cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO for birthdays, holiday, and well wishes. Uh, do yourself a favor and do me a favor. Do all the talent a favor. Book through the site. Don't book through the app. Uh, the the app takes way too much of your hard earned dollars that you know that the talent doesn't get for doing these awesome videos for you. So go to cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes and book through the site. But most importantly, Mr. Bernard, where can we find you, sir? Oh, well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can find me at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Threads. Uh, yeah, Threads, I'm still on there right now, I think. Uh, who knows when Elmo's Hellscape Bird app is going to finally crash. So I try to be as uh, cross-posting as possible. But you can find me on all those apps at This Is Goober. Yes, it's my handle. No, I'm not changing it. It's a brand pal. So go and check that out. Also, you can check out Foundation Radio. Uh, by going to foundationradio.net and then also subscribing at youtube.com slash at foundationradiopod. Uh, I'm going to start to really be branching out with that show soon. Going to be starting to do a lot of different commentaries. Hopefully some more conversations will be coming as well. So go and check us out uh, there. Also, Meanie, I have some news for you uh, at the end of the program, actually. Uh, so every week uh, when I do my run through here, we talk about our wrestle buddies at brothersgatter.com. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I keep great folks over there, fantastic people. And I keep saying like, Hey, you want to make sure you get one before they sell out? Uh, because once they're gone, they're gone. And guess what? They're fucking sold out. Oh, wow. The Adam Bernard wrestle buddies are officially sold out at brother, brothersgatter.com. Thank you very much. I appreciate everyone who picked one up. Everyone who supported me with this project. It was a lot of fun. Uh, potentially maybe I'll do another one. Who knows? But for now they are gone and off the site, but the blue meanie, Wrestle Buddy is still available, so go pick one up today at brothersgatter.com. 
uh, and get one there. Uh, also, the Feinberg Method. Go to thefeinbergmethod.com and use promo code Goober and save up to 20% off of your entire purchase. My trainer, uh, Brad Feinberg, is ready to help you with your physical and mental well-being. Uh, so go there right now, thefeinbergmethod.com. Shout out to the homies at the 10th Ward Barbershop. Uh, in Lawrenceville, in the outskirts of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. You want to go get trimmed up and look good, go to the 10th Ward Barbershop and set up your appointment today at 10thwardbarbershop.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. Pick up a shirt and keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. We want to thank the Pod Squad here. Don't forget to sign up today at Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Tiers starting at just $10 to watch us every single week. We want to thank our sponsors, Manscaped and Green Road CBD and Meanie. I haven't even told you this. I'm working on a brand new sponsor for us, which I hope to have Ooh. rolled out by next week. So we will thank them as well in our raid out. So go ahead and support them as well. And we want to thank you for listening uh, as my voice cracks through the end of the read here. So we want to thank you all for being a part <laughs> of the show. And we will see you again next week. Same bat time, same bat channel for the Blue Meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind of the meaning. Peace. This episode of Mind of the Meanie is hosted and executively produced by the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. It was mixed and engineered by Carl Pinnell. Additional narration is provided by the executive voice, Sam Kreps. That's me. Our intro music was performed by the Swamp Candles. Our outro music was performed by Chikara. Additional musical accompaniment is performed by Enrichment. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, or X or whatever, at Mind of the Meanie. And become part of the pod squad by going to patreon.com slash mindofthemeanie. Find our entire show archive at mindofthemeanie.com. This has been a Butts Carlton Media Production. Butts Carlton Proprietor. That was Blue Millie's brain out.